Bags down, spikes on, welcome to the track. Hi, my name is Colin Waitzman, and I'm going to be your host for this episode of Track World News, presented by GenuCam. Do you really not like the effects that caffeine can have on you after a workout, the crash, the grogginess? Well, GenuCan is for you. UCAN has a super starch that steadily releases energy so you can keep the foot on the gas throughout your entire workout. It's trusted by elite runners such as Joe Klecker and Sarah Hall for long-lasting energy that's easy on the stomach. Achieve your personal best with UCAN and save 25% off with code HARRIER. That's H-A-R-R-I-E-R. Now, we have... Episode 8 of our 10 Minutes in Tokyo series. This episode will probably be a lot closer to 10 minutes since we didn't have as much action going on today. Uh, but before we get into it, make sure that you leave a review, uh, a like, give a rating. really helps us know that you're enjoying everything going on. Like we mentioned, we're doing daily content throughout the entire Olympics before we go back down to two episodes a week with interviews and then regular uh, updating content as well. So make sure that you leave a like and subscribe. really helps us know you're enjoying everything. So uh, today it's a lot lighter on the track stuff because yesterday we didn't have much going on in the evening. Uh, really there was no evening events. Very similar to today, uh, everything's going to be stockpiled in the morning, so it's going to be a lot lighter of an episode um, so we'll start off with what happened in the very beginning. Uh, Katie Najat of the United States brought home gold in the women's pole vault, jumping a f uh, mark of 4 meters 90. Um, this was a very weird competition because the opening bar was already fairly high to start off for an Olympic qualifier. It was at 4 meters 50. Um, and that, so that was about 14.3, I should remember, because... Uh, I, I've jumped a few of those bars before. Um, so it was about four, like 14.3, 14.5, maybe a little bit higher than that. Uh, and then it moved up 20 centimeters from 450 to 470. Uh, normally, uh, in pole vault, the bars go up 10 centimeters uh, at the most, and then usually it'll drop down. Maybe it goes to 15 centimeters it'll go up, or, or 5 centimeters when you start getting to those higher heights. But it went up 20. So this was an 8-inch in increase. Uh, when normally, especially if you're in the United States, it'll be a six-inch increase for, for high schoolers. So it was a fairly substantial increase from the first bar. Uh, and this knocked out pretty much everyone. The competition very quickly went from the 12 people that were in it to begin with to only the final four. And it stayed like that the remainder of the meet. And so... Everyone got knocked out either at that very opening bar uh, and no-heighted, or they got knocked out right after that at 450. So it was a fairly quick competition in regards to how many people were in it. And so that final four was Katie Najat, obviously. Um, then it was Sidorva of Ru the Russian uh, IOC. Uh, you had Holly Bradshaw, and then you had Katrina Stefaniti, um, who was the 2016 Olympic champion. And so it was interesting for Najat because she actually almost no-heighted. She got her first bar on the third attempt, and it was definitely not easy for her. Then she kind of started getting her, her footing. Took two attempts for the next bar, but very quickly started realizing, okay, we, we're in the flow of these things. We, we know what's going on, and, and it wasn't too difficult. Um, 
And so for most of the competition, uh, Sidorva was actually r- like leading for, for most of it because she was clean through about 4 meters 80. So she had about three or four bars that she was clean on uh, and then missed. And Najat saw that opportunity, took it, and then and got uh, first place. And, and she didn't relinquish that. She cleared 490. No one else did. All the other ladies cleared uh, 485. Um, uh, Bradshaw uh, cleared 485, got third based off of misses. And uh, Katrina Stefaniti, she got um, fourth place, um, only jumping four meters 80. So a very wild race, um, but super happy for Najat. She is a a fan favorite of mine. Definitely like watching her jump and watching her jump for a little while now. And very interestingly enough, she is also division two product. She went to Ashland. uh, So seeing her compete at a high level, um, you know, one of the highest levels that she, that she can and being, you know, a division two athlete just shows once again, like it does not matter at all, like where it is, you know, that, that she went to school. You can be a, a very, very good athlete at really any level of competition. And so it's super exciting to see her do that. And so, uh, yeah. And if that name seems, uh, or if that school sounds familiar, that's cause, uh, our former guest, Trevor Bassett, uh, that's the same school that, that he goes to. Uh, and so, yeah, that's, uh, it's a, definitely one of the powerhouses in division two. Um, next we had the 1500 meter semis. Um, usually we don't talk about the semis, but this was interesting because, uh, Matt Senchwitz actually got knocked out the Olympic champion in 2016. Uh, so he was not able to make it to the final, but Cole Hawker of the United States did uh, freshman of at Oregon. He ran a time of 3:33 in the 1500, and um, I'm thinking this could be the the official changing of the torch from Centrowitz to Hawker. Both of them went to Oregon, and Centro has kind of been you know, has beaten, uh, or I'm sorry, Hawker has beaten Centro um, in at trials and in a few other races as well. And so it's really starting to show that this is the new generation of American distance running, and he's taking it with stride. He, he's got an excellent kick, uh, a pretty good personality when it comes to, you know, being a, a distance runner and, and having people want to follow you. And so overall, um, I'm thinking this is the, the shot for him to kind of, you know, put himself out there. Uh, I'm hoping that he does well in the finals. Uh, I think that's coming up tomorrow, um, the 1500. So um, my fingers crossed for him because Team USA does not have a single medal for uh, the United The United States does not have a single medal for a running athlete for the men. All of uh, the only gold medal that we have, sorry, so gold medal, sorry, not just medal. Uh, the only gold medal we have right now is Ryan Krauser um, in the shot put. Uh, we don't have any other golds. Um, Brian Benjamin got second, um, and a whole bunch of other people that were projected to, to do fairly well. You know, Fred Curley got second, and a few other people got second and third, but no other golds. So uh, fingers crossed uh, he can do it. Uh, we also have the, the 5K t- uh, today. Um, hopefully one of these guys can bring home a gold so we don't go home empty-handed uh, in the running events. Um, oh, yeah, also want to give it a quick update on a story we saw from yesterday with the men's 4x1 for Team USA. So some more stuff came out, uh, and it looks like the biggest issue and the reason that Team USA's 4x1 did not qualify for the final, uh, it, seemed, it seems like they did not have any time to practice. Uh, there have been several leaks or, or just interviews from athletes that competed. Uh, I know Kenny Bednarik was talking about how they didn't know uh, who was on the 4x1 until the day before the race. And so it's like, 
Well, yeah, no wonder you're not going to be able to have good handoffs if you don't even know who's going to be on that race until the day before. Like, the, you're, you're just setting yourself up for failure. And it seems like also the coach that was responsible for these relays wasn't named the coach until about a week before. So about a week ago is when this coach was told, hey, you're going to be leading this relay and just didn't have enough time to kind of put things together. It's making it seem like the higher-ups uh, for Team USA kind of set us up for failure, and that might be the reason why uh, there wasn't enough preparation and we had some difficulties with handoffs. But you know, even with difficulties with handoffs, uh, USA still should have been able to make sh- should have been able to make the final. Um, it just we just weren't able to to get it done on that day. Uh, you know, Curly he said that he he took it responsibility for it. He said that's on me. Uh, you know, I mean, it's it's tough. It's I think it's uh you know it's, it's a collective effort. You're a team, uh, just like any other team sport. It's a relay. Uh, sure, you could point at certain things, but you know, it everything things just didn't happen. You just didn't do it, and other people did. It's a shame, but you know, you, you got to move on. Get ready for 2022. Um, next, we'll we'll go into the uh the 400. So Gardner of the I believe Bahamas. Wins the 400 with, uh, what was it? Oh, what was the time? Uh, man, Gardner ran with the time of 4385, uh, became the Olympic champion. Big ups to him. Zambrano came in second, and then uh, James, Karani James, came in third. Notably, you'll notice uh, no USA uh, in the medal stands. That's right. Um, Michael Cherry came in fourth. He set a personal best, so uh, of course he'd like to be on the medal stands, but he ran the best time he's ever has. Wasn't even projected to make the final, so the fact that he made it and then was able to set a personal best when it mattered the most, uh, great for him. Just you know, wasn't enough on the day. Uh, and then Michael Norman uh, came in fifth. And that was the biggest surprise. Uh, I, I thought that he was going to be winning this thing. He came into the Olympics as one of the favorites and is is leaving, obviously, without a medal. Uh, hopefully, they'll be able to, to correct that in the 4x4, but we'll have to see. Um, and you could tell that he took it really, really difficult. Uh, he took it really hard. Uh, he had an, an interview. It was Michael Cherry and uh, it was Cherry and Norman uh, were, were interviewing after with Lewis Johnson. And, and uh, Lewis Johnson asked, like, hey, like, what happened with the race essentially like what's going on and he started trying to say what it was and then just kind of choked up and you know he, he was getting emotional and, and and ended up leaving I mean these athletes are putting so much pressure on themselves and um now you know they feel like they're disappointing many of their their family members for not being able to you know execute when you're not I mean like Mike, Michael Norman, he obviously took it hard. Ry Benjamin took it hard when, when he came in second. Uh, I'm sure Grant Holloway probably took it pretty hard coming in second. But it's like, you know, you're, you're doing your best, and sometimes it just, it just things just don't fall through. And um, so don't, don't be giving these people hate. They don't deserve it. Um, it's, it's a tough thing that they did, a really weird, weird year. And hopefully they'll, they'll start to correct things. You know, as we have more races, uh, you know, some of them, they have more races later on in the Olympics, and then some of them, they're going to be competing later on this year or, or in 2022. So uh, that was upsetting for him. But Gardner, big win for him. Did not have him winning. But, um, yeah, ran sub 44, so can't, can't blame him. Good, uh, good job. Uh, now let's go up to the HEP. Uh, Thiem was the winner of Belgium. Uh, she ended up winning the, the heptathlon. She was one of the favorites, uh, to win it. Uh, the other person that was the, the favorite would have been Johnson Thompson of the, uh, of Great Britain. And she, it, it was just tough for her. I mean, she ended up 
having more Achilles issues. So she like tore her Achilles a year or so ago, maybe it was a year and a half ago. And then in the 200, uh, it looks like if she probably ruptured it again, um, and wasn't able to, comp- wasn't able to, to finish, which was really sad, but, um, yeah, it, it was still a pretty exciting race. Um, Kendall Williams got fifth, uh, Annie Kunz, uh, got sixth. So they were just outside the, the medal stage. Um, but this was a, a pretty brutal, uh, brutal competition. And, and as any, anyone that does the multis would know, I mean, of the 24 athletes that started four of the, the 24 ended up dropping out of the, uh, out of the race and only finished with, uh, 20 people that actually, um, you know, that actually finished the competition. So, uh, it's definitely, it definitely took its toll for sure. Then, uh, on the decathlon side, we had an Olympic record, uh, Damian Warner of Canada ended up winning with, uh, breaking the 9,000, uh, the 9,000 point mark, getting 9,018, uh, world record holder from France, uh, Kevin Mayer got second and then Maloney got, uh, got third place. Uh, Garrett Scantling of the United States came in fourth by two points. I feel so bad for him. He is probably kicking himself in the butt so much saying, man, if I just leaned at the line, if I, you know, held my feet up a little higher and long, I'm sure he is probably beating himself up over that because that is literally the difference in just one little thing, two points. And so I feel really bad for him. Um, but I mean, he's got to be happy with how he did. He came out of retirement from not competing since 2016, went to the Olympics and was just two points out of an, an Olympic medal. So, uh, good, good work to him. And, uh, uh, but Warner, congratulations, huge jump, uh, huge competition. He didn't really have any one event that went insane. He was just really solid over all of them, which is kind of the name of the game when it comes to the, uh, the decathlon. Uh, and that was really it for today. Didn't have any evening events and, or yesterday, I'm sorry. Uh, and today it's going to be the same thing. Uh, everything's going to be morning events. So for the men's side, we have the four by four, the five K and the four by one, uh, the four by four is the only qualifying race that we have. All the other ones are finals. Uh, and then on the women's side, there is the 20 K walk javelin final 400 meter final, the 1500 final and the four by one, I believe that is the prelims of the four by one. And then the evening, there is the, the marathon, uh, which is the only evening event that we got going on, uh, for the men's side, um, five K I got Justin Knight winning it. Uh, he's got either the best time or the second best time, um, right near Kincaid of the United States, uh, who was, who competed in the 10 K earlier today or earlier at the Olympics. But Justin Knight, uh, he's got a lot of speed, excellent kick. And he's young, but he he know he's a tactician. He knows how to do these things, and so I feel that he's going to be able to to win to to be in, in the right position and then be able to kick at the end uh, when it matters the most. Because we've seen a lot of these races have been going out slow, and I think if this race goes out slow, it's just playing right in the hands of Justin Knight. Uh, four by one, it is a crapshoot, especially without the United States. You can pick. You could put names in a hat, pick one. And that's probably that you have a chance of winning. I mean, what Jamaica, they could win China. They could win. Italy could win. Great Britain could, anyone can win. Like there is no, if anyone tells you they know who's going to win this men's four by one laugh in their face. Cause it is impossible. No one knows who's going to win this. It's complete crapshoot. Um, but I, I, 
China's going to win. That's my bet. <laughs> uh, they, they had a really good job. They had a really good um, opening round. Uh, they've been running really well. Uh, the guy, Sue, uh, you know, set, what was it? I think a national record or something in the 100 earlier in the semifinals. So uh, I think they have a shot to, to win it there. Then on the women's side, um, 400, I got Weibo, uh, Weibo winning. I mean, who, who's going to really take her down? She's so much – she's got – she's dominant, dominating the field. Uh, I'm not looking at her 200 at all. I think she uh, did the 400 earlier that day, wanted to see if she had enough to do anything in the, the 200, realized she didn't, and then kind of jogged it in. Um, so I'm not taking anything from there. Uh, I hope that Allison Felix does medal, but – I don't know. It's a very strong field, but just like any other legend in any other sport, you cannot bet against her. Like I would not bet against Tom Brady. I would not bet against Michael Phelps. I would not bet against LeBron James. I'm not going to be betting against Allison Felix here. Uh, she finds a way to do what she needs to do when it matters the most. And this being her last Olympics and even and very possibly one of her last races because she'll be running this and then possibly the 4x4, four four, uh, there's no shot that I, I think that – she she can't medal. I, she definitely has a shot. Fifteen uh, hundred. I have to stay strong and pick Hassan mainly because I I think she's gonna do the triple. Um, there are some very fast people there. You know, Muir is very fast out of Great Britain, and then uh, Purrier has been doing pretty well out of the United States. But uh, I gotta go with Hassan. I mean, the fact that she fell and then was able to get up and then finish the race and come in first in the prelims uh, just shows that she is on another level there. So I am definitely looking forward to seeing how she does four by one. Uh, we have that going on prelim. Uh, I think Jamaica is going to be the best, the best bet on this one. I don't see how they lose unless they drop the baton. And unlike uh, United States, they practice this like all year round pretty much. And, and they definitely have their handoffs down. So I don't think they're going to drop it or have any issues. Uh, so I think Jamaica is going to win this or, or at least qualify and, and then win it in the finals. So here we go. I mean, I said this was going to be a quicker episode. It turned out being just about as much as it normally was. But uh, hopefully you guys enjoyed everything that's going on. I'm certainly enjoying this Olympics. It has been wild and insane. A lot of ups, a lot of downs. Um, but, yeah, it's been great. Uh, if you've enjoyed this episode, make sure you leave a like, subscribe, leave a review. It really helps us know that you're enjoying everything and all the content. Uh, if you want more content, you can follow us on Instagram at track world news uh, we post a lot of different pictures uh, updates graphics things like that and we have a lot of things coming up especially after the olympics so you definitely don't want to miss out uh, my name's colin have a good one and peace